1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. This is a Lip Media Podcast.
0: We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we are recording. We pay our respects to the elders past and present and the Aboriginal elders of other communities who may be listening today. Welcome to The Gays Revolting, a definitive weekly news source for
2: contemporary gays. We put the G in LGBTQIA+, and we're here to help you be the best G you can be. You can follow us on Instagram at gays Revolting Pod, or join our
3: Facebook group at The Gays Are Revolting.
0: Hey guys, how are you? Hey. Nice to see you. So I've, I had last week off and I was very oh, sad yes, to see you. Yes, we missed you. But Adolfo did a wonderful job filling
2: in did. for it's me. It was a good episode. Yeah,
0: yes. it
3: was a great episode. Not as good as the ones that I'm on, but it was
0: very yeah. good.
2: <laughs> very good.
3: And Mikey's away this week, so I think he's still hungover from a wedding <laughs> or something. Ooh. So it's just the three of us. We have your regular hosts. We have Thomas, whose new nicotine patches holding him together, as well as scotch tape on the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we have Luke, who's Personality can be best described as permanently triggered. <laughs> <laughs> and me, Kyle. <laughs> Hi.
0: Thank Hi. you, Kyle. That's I right. just have to lick my nicotine patch so I don't attack you. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't I've not been smoking since Comedy First. Congrats, festival. no, that's really that's good. Crazy. I mean I that's had a really good. when I've
3: been drunk, but I've not generally been smoking mm-hmm. since Comedy Festival. I, I can't see man. a spot of skin on you that's not covered in a patch. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's news? What's happening? I, I, I went to the, the opera. You went to the oh, opera? Yeah, you went on that night with the controversy happened.
2: There was some gay drama <gasps> at the opera. Thing. Gay <laughs> drama? A big deal, yeah. It was, like, opening night of- um, Rigoletto, wasn't it? Morris. <laughs> <It's> rig- <laughs> That's what I was going <laughs> to say. Rigoletto. And I thought, yeah, a bit of culture, let's go to the opera. And the, like, announcement came on to, like, switch our phones mm-hmm. off or whatever. And I watched this quite old man in the front row with a megaphone. <gasps> And I was like, there must be a delay because mm. the announcement is not matching his, his mouth. Like it was oh. a really bad lip sync or something. <laughs> but then the announcement stopped, and I realized, no, this guy's just going off. <gasps> There's someone in a full tux. Why? With a like megaphone. At Opera
0: Australia. Like this At, is a what? mega production. In the front like row like of protesting. The o- yeah.
2: Like- and it took 20 minutes to get him out. 10 but Who staff protests Opera? Like what's. I don't. Well, that's the thing about stories, is I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay, shady bitch tonight. No. Oh. Oh. And it took about 20 minutes, but I understand, like, it was so... I could see how difficult it was, because yeah. he was 90 years old, basically. Right. And mm-hmm. the ushers were like, do we just push him, mm. or can we... Like, <laughs> it was really uncomfortable. Intermission happened, so I immediately just found... The gayest-looking like, usher you could the find. The gayest-looking, no, like, the opera gays oh, yeah. that I could find... And said, what's the tea? And they immediately filled me on every single yeah. detail. <laughs> with <it>. references. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they told me, honey, that was George Dreyfus, who mm. is this renowned Australian oh, composer wow. who had been commissioned by Opera Australia to write something for them. Mm. They paid him for it and then said, actually, we're going to go with Rigoletto <gasps> instead. Uh, and so he decided... So he was protesting them not using his word? Bowler moved to buy wow. front oh, row yeah. tickets to <laughs> oh. opening night and be like, I'm going to fuck it up. Y'all. Also how did you oh. Smuggle a, mega a megaphone? megaphone I know Jesus. They took all my Shit off of me Wow <laughs>
0: You just had your Megaphone to promote The gays are revolting I America. thought this was Like Always. show and tell I was like Good <laughs> he's done Now my turn I've
2: got a Koala.com These <laughs> <laughs> gays revolting say, At the checkout But it's a oh, fun wow. night
3: So and we're very Excited to announce Our second ever Melbourne live show Ooh, ooh. ooh uh, This time it's going To be at Brunswick Mechanics Institute It's going to be Friday the 19th of July Tickets go on sale This weekend
2: Ooh so, how exciting Ooh if you
3: didn't get in last time
0: come along
2: it's oh fun. yeah this stay away <laughs> we actually have to book tickets yeah yeah because we mm-hmm. sold out yeah. yeah like nails and emoji. kyle <laughs>
0: will give a free blowjob to everyone that books more than four tickets yeah. and there might be Standard. mechanics there yeah who knows I'd, one thing I'd like to sort of mention before we get started, mm-hmm. is something pretty awful happened earlier this week in the Melbourne gay scene. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys saw it in the news. Some of our international listeners might not have seen it. I am glad it's getting coverage in the mainstream media, but in the early hours of the morning on Saturday mm-hmm. last weekend, um, the Melbourne Queer Bookshop, Hairs and Hyenas, was raided by the police. Mm. So there's an apartment upstairs. Yeah. Have you, you've, you've been to Hairs and Hyenas, haven't you? I don't know what that is. Oh, okay. So it's, a, um, it's a amazing. It's thirty. It's been there for around for thirty years. Okay. It's like a queer bookshop. But they also have performance. We've spoken about ah, it before. Okay. I think we talked about Mama yeah. Alto performing there. And yes. Stuff. Okay. So they have performance space mm-hmm. as well, and it's also a cafe. And a lot of people just go okay. there for sort of like a chill out space. They have like the gay things market that happens there, and that cool. sort of stuff. It's a really important queer yeah. space run by queer people. They have an apartment upstairs. The upstairs apartment was raided by the police. Yeah, middle of the night. They detained the two guys that own the shop, Roland and Crusader, but their housemate Nick Demopoulos, who you might know, runs. The trough parties, you know. Mm. The, oh yeah, yeah so no yeah. that. He thought it was an as you would, you know, living above a gay bookshop in the middle yeah. of the night being raided with people with torches and, mm-hmm. and guns. Thought it was an anti-gay home invasion, oh, and so he oh. ran out through the shop out onto the street where he was tackled by police. They broke his arm in eleven Whoa. reports are saying eleven different places. Looks like he might potentially lose the use of his um and the whole thing. So the police have now admitted that the whole thing was a case of mistaken identity. They They're calling it. it. <gasps> yeah, um, they'd been searching for what they've described as 11 Lebanese gang member and they tracked the wrong car to, to the property nick vaguely the police said looked like this person that they were looking for You're like
3: sue yeah well this yeah. is
0: the whole thing so the police have said that they're doing an internal investigation the owners are saying that they want it to go to an independent inquiry yeah. and that sort of thing and the really horrific thing about this is that it's you know it's not only mm-hmm. severe police brutality even if this was the person they were after yeah. breaking someone's arm that badly is is totally. not okay but also a really awful case of mm. racial profiling and also the fact that it sort of happened on sacred ground really yeah. for, for the LGBTQIA community is um, really awful so I just want to yeah say our thoughts with Whoa. with Nick and, and the mm. guys that uh, the whole team at Hears and Hyenas is mm. awful news and perhaps if anyone's listening that's hanging around in Fitzroy and passing by pop in yeah, and get a coffee hi. and say hi to the guys and you know it's a lovely wonderful space and I was there just a couple of weeks ago mm. and had a chat with the guys and uh, they're always up for a bit of a chat so pop in and, and just say hi to them and tell them you're thinking of them So Mm-hmm. something huge is happening at the moment that we oh, need boy. to talk about yes every single person in Australia will be watching today of course this is going to air on a very important day uh-huh. uh, everyone, will be, everyone will be voting <laughs> it's Eurovision oh. yeah. 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 no uh, this, this episode will be going to air as the Australian federal election is happening oh. so you might be listening to this as you're on your way to the polling booth a little bit of a recap for our mm-hmm. international listeners just a few important things to remember when thinking about the Australian election it's compulsory for us to vote, we get fined if we don't vote. Like Mm. most Western countries at the moment, um, our political following is pretty much split (laughs) 50-50 between two parties, one of which is harping on about the olden days and one Mm -hmm. of which is much more progressive. So we've got the Liberal Party, who are not very liberal. It's they confusing. The, yeah, it's, it's very confusing. <laughs> All the liberal, names. Yeah, <laughs> the Liberal Party are the, are the more conservative party, and then we've got the Labour Party, who is the more progressive party of mm-hmm. the two major parties. And then the third party, which isn't as big as the other two but is, is gaining traction, is the Greens, which yes. are far more progressive again compared to the Labour Party. Mm. And I feel like exciting things are happening with this election. I don't. Have mm. you guys been following up closely? I Just, mean- the <laughs> Just the sausage. Just the Just sausage. Just the sausage. <laughs> yeah, because that's a thing, right? When you vote, you go get like. That's a, a very Australian thing. thing. We have sausages. Yeah. Well, because like most voting happens at like community town halls yes, and stuff. Yes. So to make a bit of money for the scout so hall or for the primary school that it's happening at, they have a sausage yeah. system to raise money for. last weapons. time I
3: voted at a primary school, but we went later on in the day. So we out of sausages. Of
0: What's really mm-hmm. cute is Twitter have done a thing now where if you use the hashtag #ozvotes, it automatically puts a sausage after it when you post your tweet. <laughs> so Australian. <laughs> I know. Wow. But I do feel like there's some exciting things happening. I, I feel like maybe it's a result of the marriage mm-hmm. equality survey. So we had that a while ago. Yeah. And perhaps they've realized how much Australia cares about its LGBTQIA People, yes. and so we're sort of starting to see parties—not for the first time, but definitely the most I've ever seen it focusing on rights that concern our community, which is really exciting. Mm. Um, all three parties have, have, you know, put forward plans of how they're going to spend their money with relation to to our community. And there's been some interesting little queer things happening. One of the things that mm-hmm. I was very surprised to see is Labour is now using Grinder to, to advertise. Yeah. That's so Which funny. Which is kind of cool. And the great thing about Grindr is you can geotag your ads so they can yeah, sort they of can focus target... on on areas that you know they might need to focus on yeah. or that they feel like they haven't really spread their message to the LGBTQI community, or us, I think it's hilarious if it's, Grindr, that it's mainly gay men, but using the geo yeah, locations I think that's of what, Grindr. What a great way to communicate yeah. to the people did you we want to communicate to. <laughs> <laughs> did have we, we, did advertise we have, have great... we had Grinder ads? Yeah, we had Grindr ads. Yeah. yeah, they're basically copying us. Yeah, um, so we're right, okay. we're, so, we're such trendsetters. <laughs> the Greens have used it before as well. I don't know if they used it at the last federal uh, election, but they definitely used it at the last state like, election. <laughs> how to get the gays? Every single gay has gone. Yeah, got a new absolutely. Story. Um, which I think is great. The ads that they're using, they decided to use after a bit of a story. I don't know if mm-hmm. you guys saw. Did you see the mm-hmm. Luke Creasy story? Mm. So Luke Creasy, That's not so to be confused with comedian Joel Creasy, who's yeah. been getting a lot of There's messages on Those social media. Very confusing uh, as well. Yeah. Another so, gay Creasy. Luke Creasy was the Labour candidate from Melbourne, a gay man. He was gaining quite a bit of traction in yeah. traditionally Greens held seat mm. and it came to light that he'd shared some offensive memes in 2012 mm. uh, and then some screenshots from a private group chat from on Facebook were also leaked where he was using questionable language around women and that's what, 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 what oh, his okay. female friends and stuff yes. like that. So Scott Morrison called for Bill Shorten to disendorse him straight away. It was like totally yeah. on the offensive Get rid of him—that sort of thing.
3: So I heard that the stuff that got revealed—it wasn't from public posts; it was private messages. No, well, some he had shared some right? memes yeah. publicly mm-hmm. on his Facebook, yeah. but then a lot of the stuff was so it's also like from being screenshots, dug up and,
0: yeah, screenshots. Yeah, screenshots from private group ah, chats that so people, so people sort, are sort of sent to, to, to me. That's, <laughs> that's why yeah. I yeah. screenshot. But look, oh you know, the stuff he's saying—I'm so not endorsing the stuff <laughs> that he was saying. Like, it was not good stuff. But I kind of feel sorry for the guy. I think it was from 2012. He was 22 at the time, and I mean, the stuff was nowhere near as bad as some of the stuff that you see other mm-hmm. politicians saying for example yes I think um, I don't know if you saw Gopal Singh he's um, the one that was linking gays to pedophiles exactly yeah, oh my yeah, yeah. god so Scott Morrison Terrible. says that Luke Creasy should be disendorsed for a private yes. Facebook chat oh, whereas Gopal Singh is saying, saying on radio uh, and in interviews uh, that uh, during the marriage equality debate that mm-hmm. um, homosexuality is like compared Same to pedophilia no and that sort of thing and then Scott Morrison was like oh no no that's fine we've dealt with that in- internally we yeah he apologised he apologised crazy double standards from the yes, Liberal Party on this sort of stuff which is um Really annoying me. Well,
2: I think there's been a few people that are getting Mm cancelled because of previous chats. And something I always remember is that we've talked about it on this show, slamming people for comments that they've made, Mm. you know, 10 years ago or whatever. So the important thing is to be consistent about things. Yeah. If you as a person are happy accepting an apology Mm -hmm. from one person for previous comments, because the response is always the same when someone's in a position of power, they apologize, say Mm -hmm. that they've personally grown and that they weren't the same person at that time and they've learned from their mistakes Mm -hmm. and now they're different. I Mm. always get really confused because I'm like, oh, but this person stayed cancelled. yes, Even though they said that, but this other yeah. person is okay now. Yeah. So we're in this really weird gray area. Yeah. Some of them are Did like I, clearly... I think
3: also like Luke, he's quite young, right? Like, are we more forgiving with younger people? Because like... Well, I like, mean, like, in, like, in my mind, I, I feel like because he was so young. Like yeah, because I mean, you just say, like everyone cool says stupid, stupid yeah. shit when they're young and like post whatever. But I feel
0: online. like he's been the most classy, for yes. want of a better word. So he, as soon as it came out, he was like, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. I'm uh-huh. actually wrong. He resigned. He took full responsibility yeah. for it yeah. and yeah. said, if anything comes from this, I hope, that young people will um, learn from my mistakes yeah. and realise that oh. their social footprint will mm-hmm. be around forever oh, yes. totally. which yeah, is, yeah. which I think is a great response so <laughs> then but th- what really shits me about this whole situation is that Scott Morrison was like begging for this kid's blood about some fairly tame stuff yeah. in, this, in the major scope of stuff but then had Gerphal Singh who he stood by even after these yes. homosexuality is, is mm. like pedophilia comments and then didn't disendorse him until a, an interview surfaced of him accusing a victim of rape of being <gasps> her fault and Defe- oh, and saying yeah. that the, oh, the perpetrator was the real victim in the situation and that's when they finally Jeez. were like oh yeah okay. No, okay. now, now you're part. definitely yeah. cancelled <laughs> <That, that. yeah. laughs> and then only a few hours ago like like as we were recording mm-hmm. it was only a few hours ago that another Liberal Party member um, has-, has surfaced and they haven't endorsed him as well mm-hmm. it was Alan Green who's the Liberal candidate for Greenway in Sydney's West and he would posted his support for the repealing of same-sex couples rights to adopt because he didn't think oh. they should be allowed to adopt he mm-hmm. said marriage equality would lead to the abolishment of Mother's Day and Father Day. Oh, absolutely! And shared Fuck a whole those lot days. of yeah, <laughs> and shared <laughs> a whole lot true. of that's yeah. <laughs> true. That's true. I would, <laughs> but and then he shared a whole lot of anti-Muslim posts as well. And he's but he's still like Scott Morrison standing by oh, him. Still, are Horrible I know. People, it's fucking awful. Oh god, we got criticised. I don't know if you guys saw, but we got a review.
3: Oh, about our yeah. political views. So on the show. someone
0: reviewed our podcast. Fine, but they said that we said apparently in one episode we said that anyone votes liberal is a cunt. I don't now, remember. That, I don't remember. It, it does, does kind of sound like something you might say. But no, but I would never we would never uh, first yeah. of all I don't think any of us would use that word Yeah, maybe a guest said it or something I'll give uh, them the benefit yeah. of the doubt I don't uh, think that if you I, vote liberal was you're, it Tom Ballard? it could have been maybe Tom it Tom could Beller? have been that Tom Ballard. Like, that sounds like something It's ruining it say. for us Tom I don't think that people that vote liberal are cunts but I yeah. do think that probably what's happening is they think they're voting fiscally and they're not really voting in the human rights
2: well that's the thing way. someone actually said this to me today at work saying, uh, I'm going to fill out like an online quiz. Yes, mm. I wanted to, to do that quiz. To like too. figure out who I should vote for mm. because my husband... The ABC is voting compass. Mm-hmm. Is voting liberal. Yeah. yeah because we need to be aware of like our Mm -hmm. fiscal responsibilities Mm. for our family now. And I thought, oh, it's even harder to to think up the term because of our liberal labor party names. Mm -hmm. But in America, there's that socially liberal, financially conservative Mm -hmm. stereotype that I think we're starting to get here as well. Mm. I dated someone as well, who was like a Staunch liberal supporter, oh, really? yeah, because his family were farmers. Mm-hmm. He grew up in the country, and he voted depending on what financially was best for him his family yes. back home. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But socially, he was a gay man mm. yeah, in a gay relationship and wanted what was best for us mm-hmm. as a couple and for his yeah. friends and that network. Oh, and that and that torn. Yeah, yeah. And part of me just thinks it's getting really confusing. Mm-hmm. Look, you it
0: know. is, and there's also a lot of rhetoric that goes around with this as well. And the fiscal thing is really interesting because I don't think it's true anymore. I, this, that's what I was yeah. saying is like, I don't... I don't I, think it's a thing.
2: I said to her, like... I think there's another option for you financially than having to vote away your social conscience. I meet her a lot of like where the world is by talking to my Uber drivers (laughs) because I catch a lot of Ubers. And even on the way here, I was like, oh, one of our topics tonight Mm -hmm. is like the federal election. And he was like, I don't even know who is running he had no idea yeah. because there have been so many changes just this year alone. It's crazy with and Australia. You like... For like the average person or whatever, mm-hmm. it's it's hard to keep track of who you're rooting for or like mm-hmm. who's yeah. representing you best if we have like a revolving door mm-hmm. policy happening yeah. in, within our government that he was like, I felt like I just voted last week. Mm-hmm. Is this yeah. a different one? And, yeah, I don't. Oh God. And yeah. then the people that I knew that I used to vote for are all gone because Mm. they've done Mm -hmm. shitty stuff on Facebook Mm. and now there's all these new people that I don't know who they are. So how am I supposed to make a decision? Yeah, Yeah. I kind of related to that the Uh most being like, well, uh, I can't really tell you to be honest (laughs) Mm. because that's the political landscape at the moment.
3: I feel like I'm in the same boat as your Uber driver. Obviously, we've had political topics before, <laughs> and I, I don't contribute ways. too much because I'm not very politically minded. Yeah. Like, I've been away from my parents a lot, and I guess you grow up with kind of your parents' political views, and yeah. you always have this kind of conversations around the dinner table. And I guess I've I've kind of missed out on that, so I've never really... Been too much a part of it, and it also in this- so much stuff is changing constantly. It yeah. is very hard to keep up. And there's also, you're this very whole thing of fake about news it. now, and it's so
0: easy to put out the wrong information. Like you saw those leaflets that were being circulated in, in mm-hmm. Chinese language around Melbourne that were just lies about yeah. the Labor Party, um, which have been secretly printed by you would assume someone that supports mm-hmm. the Liberal Party. There's a whole lot of misinformation going around. And to go back to this fiscal thing, this thing that the, the, the Liberal Party bash on about how good they are with money, people mm-hmm. are forgetting that it was Labor that got straight Australia through the global financial yeah. crisis yeah. in one of the best Western countries after it thanks to Labor under Kevin Rudd I'm not going to go into all of it because this is not a financial yeah. podcast but <laughs> it, it is <isn't>. be- <laughs> yeah, this this old notion of Labor don't know what they're doing with money I, I think is not true anymore I think they, they're actually quite forward thinking with all of that stuff yeah. as well as these socially progressive things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other really important things to remember when you're thinking about the human rights side of this election is that nine members of the Liberal Party either voted no or abstained from voting for oh. marriage equality after yeah. They'd already forced us to decide Mm -hmm. what we wanted. So we said, yep, we want it. And then nine of them either said no or said, oh, I can't vote in this, which I think is pretty fucking Mm -hmm. awful after they made us go through the whole thing, including the current prime minister, Scott Morrison as well, which is- Pretty that's awful. horrible. And also Scott Morrison wants to introduce these religious freedoms bills, which will basically just enshrine Ugh. in law religious organizations' freedom to discriminate against people. And this is the same guy that stopped laws from going through that would have stopped kids from being able to be kicked out of religious schools for being gay as yeah, well. Yeah, that's right. He's, he's uh. not a socially progressive person. So what I would say is if you if you want to vote liberal, you're not a cunt, but do your research and make sure you know what you're voting for. I, in yes. fact, everybody, please mm, do your yes. research, do some reading. ABC's Compass tool mm-hmm. is amazing you can put in how you feel about a whole lot of different topics yeah and then it'll tell you what to vote for so That's if you great. haven't voted mm-hmm. yet i'll well, be using that yeah. yeah because good idea
2: it also yeah. tells you which character you're most like on friends yeah oh, perfect yeah, okay yeah, oh great i think you're a Monica. oh <laughs> <laughs>
3: no she's way too organized who no are you reason? voting for well at this stage i'm voting for Greens. Yep. The way I kind of do it is I take a whole lot of people I respect and I see who they're voting for. Traditionally, I've always voted Greens mm-hmm. at federal elections. Yes. I think I've gonna... only voted once since yeah. I, yeah, I enrolled true, yeah. to vote for the plebiscite. Mm. Yeah. So I've had to vote last time. What was that for? That was for the state election. State election. Yeah. So I voted Greens then. Yeah. So, But I think I'm going to go for Clive Palmer's United mm-hmm.
0: Australia party. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You clearly know nothing about nope. politics. No. I was <laughs> like, I think that's
3: the bad one. <laughs> the but the your face really, is one of the me. really bad ones. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, um, no, i I'm, I'm, I'm. I think I might vote Labour. Oh Look, I've day, got. We're recording this a few days before uh, the election, so I've still got a few days
3: to decide. But I'm. I feel like it's time for Labour to really mm-hmm. smash it. I think they're going to. do So how job. long ago was Labour in power? You said to me the other day you haven't been to the gym since Labour was in power. Shh, don't tell people these things. <laughs> so when was that? I'm curious. I'm, I'm just uh, trying to make
0: sense of your joke. <laughs> uh, it's been six years. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> um, they've had two terms. <laughs> I, yeah, for, for me, I think I'm going labor, and it's, it's a change for me, and I'm excited okay. about it. Mm. I'm just doing
2: a donkey. <laughs> I do a donkey. <laughs> What's, a donkey? A donkey? <laughs> What's a donkey? a donkey?
0: vote is when you just draw a dick or just- oh, You just, don't. like, throw you your just, vote. You get your name ticked off so you don't get Go fined, and then you no, just <laughs> can <yeah>. just, <laughs> right on there, listen to the gays revolt. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm uh, not
2: going to do that. I always vote Greens, mm-hmm. mainly because I have Stockholm Syndrome, and mm-hmm. I was- applied alcohol yeah. by a Greens member when I was 16. Mm-hmm. Oh. but I mean, climate change
3: is a big thing. <laughs> yeah. and they need to really get on that. So. I do
2: relate with the Greens ideologies and I've always been underdog supporter mm-hmm. and I think the more numbers that you can chuck to an underdog yeah, ultimately okay. yeah. give them the momentum that they need to yeah. actually no longer be an underdog. Yeah, I've always been, ever since I've been able to vote, a yeah. Greens voter mm-hmm. and I don't see that changing anytime soon. We've actually been looking into our social media usage at work. Oh, really? A fair bit, yeah. There was an announcement uh, made that Instagram was trialing um, a potential change to their platform, which Mm -hmm. is massive, in order to create a safer and healthier environment for its users. That big change would be removing, basically being able to see how many likes a a, um, post had got. Mm-hmm. So
3: for, for other of you, you could see your own likes, but you can't see other
2: people's likes. Exactly. Yeah. So you could get the fulfillment of knowing yes. a thousand people mm-hmm. liked my photo, but for any other user, yeah, they would. It's just content. I think they can see one of your mutuals. Yeah, it might be. If I they think had I read that as well. Had seen it. And basically, they were implementing this because it's pretty widely documented the impacts that social media has yes. had on mental health across mm-hmm. the globe and across many different demographics. Mm. It's kind of straightforward yeah. and, and it makes sense, but unfortunately, social media isn't going anywhere anytime no, soon. No. And there are a lot of reports about the negative impacts that it has in terms of confidence and self-worth. It's really impacted people's day-to-day lives and yeah. how they view themselves mm. The weird thing is they're trialing this first in Canada, yeah, which Canada. I thought was really funny <laughs> was like, because when I think of the places that are probably like mm-hmm. these utopian happy places, yeah. I think Canada is one of the and first. Yeah, yeah. Totally. And New Zealand, yeah. And New Zealand, it's yeah. like I would Why probably there? trial this in Sydney, <laughs> no, yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. or LA. Those yeah, Sydney guys to get a real measure of the impact that it would have upon people. But I thought it was interesting to chat about and our relationships to Instagram in particular. Yeah. Gay men have, mm. I, I think, taken the Instagram bowl and run with it. Yes. In a lot of ways, we are kind of on the forefront of the thirst trap initiative. <laughs> uh, New shoes, <laughs> close-up photo off my butt. Mm. <laughs> There's so much drama going on right now with this, but with the influencer community <gasps> oh, yeah. as well. Um, oh, yeah, because his kids been... Yeah, the yeah YouTuber, James um, Charles. What did he do? Oh, okay. So, very quickly, this is not <laughs> this the is topic. This is all over the world. I, will, I, I been fucking love yeah. this. James Charles is friends with a different influencer named mm. Tati, oh who has her own brand of she was hair. like one of the
3: first ever makeup tutorial people on YouTube. You
0: know, I'm bored already. Media.
2: She has her own brand of hair supplements. Oh, he did an Instagram story promoting a competitor yeah. brand. Oh my god! And so she did a little vague post about how upset she was with some of her quote unquote friends for not yeah. supporting her oh my god and so James Charles did another story saying I'm so sorry that's not what I meant mm. I love you and oh she sounded off and did a 47 minute 47 minute YouTube video. video calling him a snake and saying he was basically the worst person in the world oh yeah. my god um, this is so pathetic no but he's
3: lost millions and millions of yeah yeah yeah
2: but this is all maybe like, this is,
0: well, maybe yeah, that's this is why, why it's great that Instagram but is, he's like, this is like this because it's all like, so
3: fake like, it's you know
0: ridiculous right? it's, it's very it's so ridiculous. much drama and I don't understand Okay, well then, yeah, yeah, I totally agree. If if Mm. this likes thing, I mean, yeah, look, they're doing a trial, and and if it's going to help people's mental health and get rid of narcissistic, but people aren't following him because people
3: calling him out on being a predator towards straight guys, and everyone's confirming this to be true, and like that he is using his fame, okay, evil way, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's like this whole thing. I do not care about him. Look it up. (laughs) Canceling (laughs) everyone I follow. What's (laughs) his name?
0: James James Charles. Charles. Prince Charles. Okay, but going back to the... uh, (laughs) The actual thing is, Mm -hmm.
2: Instagram, a lot of people, I think, follow all Mm. four of us. Mm. Thank Um, you. love your support. (laughs) Anyone who does probably notices that I'm the least... Consistent you're, you're social a private, media though. user. And I know, I, yeah. like, if I know you uh, follow the show, yeah. I'll accept mm-hmm. it because I'm like, you're supporting the show or whatever. But prepare to be disappointed yeah. because I post once every like mm. three months mm. when I'm like in a good spot. Yeah. But mm. I'm like a chronic, I'm taking a break from social media yes. type mm. yeah, of person. Yeah, you have done um, because it just fucks me up totally. Someone who's susceptible to low self esteem mm. has bouts of depression and things like that. Yeah. Social media. It is like a minefield like I love it because mm, it's yeah. exhilarating but mm-hmm. I know every time I open up the app I'm yeah. like heading down yeah. a potential minefield so, interesting I mean we sort of touched on this before
0: mm-hmm. personally for me I use Instagram to follow actors writers musicians or whatever that I'm interested in from the real world just to sort of get updates yes. yeah, on yeah. what they're doing but uh-huh. I don't follow any thirst traps or any influences yeah. I wouldn't I couldn't name besides this uh-huh. Charles fellow mm-hmm. uh, that I now know about I couldn't name a single YouTuber yeah. Influencer for you. You get a lot of those Instagram really one. fake. So type. for me, I it's, whenever I've felt overwhelmed by social media and I've had to have little breaks and that sort of stuff, okay. I've deleted Facebook, I've deleted Twitter. I've yeah. never felt the need. Do you find
3: that helps? Do you find like, you yeah, feel absolutely. Like rejuvenated but I personally afterwards? have never
0: felt the need to delete Instagram because I don't yeah. feel like it's one of those platforms that makes me feel shit after I've been yeah. on it. But that's probably because I'm not following the yes. pretty yeah, it's, boys in yeah. jock straps and shit. It's
2: really weird. It's like, have you ever watched episodes of Hoarders where they're like, <laughs> I just bought one thing from the shop and mm-hmm. now now I'm shitting in a barrel and I'm caved into my own house and like surrounded by shit. Instagram like... Was like that for me, where I was like, I think I followed one account, yeah, and I think I started, no shit, started looking into these accounts Mm because we were potentially going to have a segment about it (gasps) on this show. Yeah, a few weeks later, I was shitting in a barrel, yeah, (laughs) in crap. That I was like, my timeline's full of this, yeah, because the algorithms then start because the targets suggesting, yeah. Putting yeah. things specifically into your feed, whether About you've like so much. followed them or not. Yeah. So that was like really confronting that I need to kind of step away. I've, yeah. I've gone through and culled a lot of stuff mm-hmm. out of my timeline. So it's just visual artists and like interior yes. design yeah. and people that I
3: know. I think that is important every now and then to go kind of through the people you're following and to cull a lot of the trashy yeah. stuff out and just kind of keep more positive content in your feed, stuff that inspires you, like artists, like I follow a lot of artists as well, like visual artists. And then also I, I like to follow celebrities that I like to keep track of. Mm. Also, there's a new feature now that I've noticed that you can mute people's stories or their feed. So oh, great. you can still follow them. You always get those kind of weird family members that you feel like you have to follow, but you're like- I Sort of like removing from it. your Facebook timeline. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. yeah. Smart. Yeah, so you can do I that. I feel
0: like the stories that are- I feel like you hear more about, though, with, you know, kids being bullied and that sort of yeah. story. Because I think it's probably more focusing on younger kids, especially any anyway, mm-hmm. who are more susceptible to, to this kind of thing. It seems to me that those stories are more about comments that are being made about them rather than them not getting enough likes.
3: Oh, like cyberbullying. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Maybe it would be better if they restricted it so you could only comment on somebody that's following you back so that if someone was posting oh, shit on your so you could filter out a bit more. You this, can turn your Charles comments off. Oh.
2: <laughs> I think ultimately it's more of a dynamic change yes. it's because I think the impact it's had on young yeah. people is saying there is a very clear Mm -hmm. metric for validation Mm -hmm. and it's very easily comparable to your peers. Mm -hmm. It's saying, if you want to be good, you need X amount of Of this thing. And by removing likes, it's shifting what that platform's for, especially for young people that are just starting to get into social media, to say, your likes... And meaningless because yeah. mm. no one else can see them. It's just a platform for you to yeah. post photos so, on now.
3: Absolutely. It's removing the competition and it's increasing the authenticity of, like, people's posts. It's making better content. And Yeah, I yeah. guess so, yeah. Mm. I think so. I'm really curious to see how it goes in Canada. I
2: hope they do it. The other feature I find really weird on Instagram because I don't understand the function of it. Mm-hmm. I found out there's, like, a little tab where it just lists what photos yeah. Other people have liked. Yeah. Who oh, yes, You yeah, yeah, yeah. follow. Yeah, I never use that. And I forget about that, honestly. Yeah. It's so bizarre. Yeah. It's just like, I can't imagine what purpose that has. I other think that than would be her. really
0: bad for your psyche, like, especially if you like had a crush on somebody and then you go see them. Yeah, liking. I think that's, like, that would yeah into your head. Absolutely. I think.
2: I think it only exists to make uh-huh. you a crazier person. Uh, yeah, I, I remember <laughs> sure. going through a bad breakup,
3: and that tab, it was not good for me. Yeah. I was hounding that, like, obsessive, trying to see what this person was liking, because yeah. it wasn't me. Why does <laughs> so that, that tab was, exist? I don't know. Do you know. Like,
0: Yeah, it's just bizarre. Yeah. So sometimes yeah. in Facebook, it'll pop up and say so-and-so liked or commented on whatever yeah. post or stuff as well. I guess it sort of adds that element to the whole network so that you can then follow more people I guess yeah so it's more
3: like connections yeah. like people are people yeah but yeah, that, that's, that's
0: an unhealthy tab stay away from that
2: tab Mikey yeah, yeah, that's likes not a good. lot of thirst traps Does yeah stalking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey Mikey likes heaps of them
3: I know I've been guilty of in the past but like have you guys ever deleted a post because it wasn't getting enough likes I didn't know that that's something you should be doing no No. I've definitely it's never like, done it's that. so stupid like now I feel like as I'm getting older I do care less like I actually I feel like I hardly so post. you're saying so because
0: so, you're yeah. an insta celebrity um, What you're saying is that if you put a post up and not enough people like it you delete it
3: I've done that years ago but Isn't I know people who do do that so now so it's just like this photo's better than that I can do better um, like because oh people are very calculated with the kind of mm. times of day Timing. and stuff that you post I mean
0: I, I do that only if I've got if it's something about like So measuring your validation
3: like from the likes and that. Oh I've never yeah. thought
0: to delete something because it didn't have enough likes so the idea is yes. that the perception of other people that come to your page for the first time and then go yeah. oh he's not that good he only got 5,000 likes on that picture Also since yeah. they Metric, I would delete yeah. everything <laughs> 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 of my
2: Instagram. Um, sorry,
3: I find I hardly post anymore since they like completely ripped off Snapchat and added their story feature on Instagram. And they got so you- that as well, Grinder. No, no, they've got multiple. So you can upload them. a yeah. temporary like 24-hour photo or video and then right. disappears after that. Yeah. So I find it's just way less commitment, and I do that a lot, but then I actually hardly ever post proper photos anymore. Mm. Snapchat.: was Your lit. fans are missing you, darling. Oh, I just can you please endorse my hair
0: product that <laughs> I started selling on Instagram: <laughs>
3: Mother's Day is around the corner.
0: plushcare.com slash weight loss
3: A topic I'm very passionate about a phenomenon that is hard to escape and hard to say apparently yeah a phenomenon a phenomenon um, a phenomenon a phenomenon a phenomenon, <laughs> phenomenon. It <laughs> yes Marvel Avengers yeah mm. have you guys seen it no I, <laughs> <love>. <laughs> I mean you, you're not into it at
0: all are you Tom oh I, I actually I'm, I've decided I'm going to I watched Thor Ragnarok oh, that's I a good one it's oh, yeah, yeah, very that funny was really and good. there's some great Kiwi actors in I it. really liked that one and I really want to get into it I know yes, I will it's like very it good. but it's a I, one have, stand. I know nothing about what you're going to so talk about I've got um, yeah. Okay. Watch yeah. That. I know. I'm too busy. So
3: it's a huge, huge thing. Kind not escape it. It's like the second highest-grossing film of all time now. Yeah. After I mean, what, I grew Titanic? up with comic books. No, Titanic's actually now third. It's right after Avatar. Ooh. Oh god, I haven't seen Avatar either. Yeah. That's in my ago. mind. Titanic's
0: still a recent film. So. This oh is, this boy. Very new news to me.
3: <laughs> You're the little old lady that dropped in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> <theater. I am. laughs> <laughs> but they, the Russo brothers who did the Avengers, are now hinting that they are going to reveal a gay character in the Marvel. Universe. Oh, great. And I thought they were of, all gay based know, on like, the posters. So they're saying it's someone that we already know, so they're being Ooh. all like Ooh, "Who who is I it? I hope it's Thor. So, Can, yeah, I know Oh,
2: Thor. Because aren't they rebooting the universe after this film? No, the Avengers that is ju- the Avengers Endgame now. Yes,
3: it's the last Avengers movie off that roster. Hopefully, this isn't spoilery. But so of the original team, because so many new members have come into it. Yeah. So the originals won't be in the future movies. So, so it's sort gonna of tied have, off yeah, the, yeah. their storylines, yeah. and then, mm-hmm. so then so it's the largest collective okay. movie universe that's ever been.
2: And so, out of this new cast, yes. there's going to yeah, be yeah. So, there'll be someone we
3: already know. So, maybe it could be Spider-Man, Tom Holland, gay vibes. Oh, he's spunky. Yeah. I like yeah. He was gay I in the comics, that. wasn't he? For a Spider-Man? Or I don't think so. Oh, that's the alternate Spider-Man, Miles Morales. He's bisexual and biracial. It's it's. Crazy to me that there hasn't been much representation in the Marvel Universe Mm. at all, really, because there have been so many movies. It's such a giant collective thing, and they've never really shown it. So, I'm very excited for it. I think putting two and two together, I think it could be the newest one, Captain Marvel, that's come out. I feel like it could be her, because she gave me real lesbian vibes when I watched (laughs) the, the movie. I would be so for that because she's such a great character. Yeah. It was the first female-led Marvel movie, so it'd be very woman empowerment. Yeah.
2: You know what i I got to say, and yeah. I'm sorry this is a bit of a bummer, but mm. in terms of LGBT representation in mainstream comics, mm-hmm. I'm kind of a little bit over mm-hmm. them defaulting to lesbian characters. Oh, right. That's true, like, hey, because it's I, like a sexualized thing probably. It's, it's a little sexualized and like a little fetishy. Yeah. And, uh, I'm no stranger stranger. stranger to comic-con and a supernova festival so i like i know the demographic that they're pitching Mm -hmm. this stuff at and i know what would probably not sit with them well is a camp gay male i was
3: i was about to list off all the characters in the marvel universe that i know to be gay or bisexual and you're right majority are female like mystique is bisexual, she's had female relationships. Mm-hmm. Valkyrie. Yeah, there's like a clone of Wolverine. She's a lesbian. That's the nice. Deadpool characters. Deadpool characters.
2: Wasn't Deadpool's
3: le- pansexual. He always Makes gay jokes and stuff, but, like, like hitting on Colossus and
2: things. Mm, wasn't there, like, a lesbian couple in Deadpool?
3: Oh, in the movie, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yukio and Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Yeah. Yeah, and they were really cute, and I, I like their part, their small part in his movie.
2: Like, I, I don't want it to come across like I am complaining about representation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know the classic meme of, like... Gay people asking for representation in films and then them getting gay representation Mm -hmm. and saying, I don't want this. Yes. (laughs) Like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just wanting a bit more diversity in the representation, specifically in Mm -hmm. terms of the Marvel comic universe. Because I know how vitriolic the response is to Mm -hmm. when male characters are perceived as in any way feminine yes. or gay by I that guess, community.
3: Yeah, because a lot of that community is male-dominated. They are especially Basically, the types they're, that Basically, they're I just would putting think, pretty women yeah. into you yes. saying they're putting them into because like, they can put them in skimpy, skimpy costumes and, and big, busty boobs, giving them a lesbian <laughs> yes. straight men a lesbian fantasy. Yeah. yeah, right. Absolutely.
0: I just hope, I mean, this sounds like a really great thing and yeah. obviously how huge, I mean, Marvel has just named a so, stadium in, so in, in yeah. Melbourne. Like, it's uh-huh. huge at the moment so for them to be doing such great representation yeah. is fantastic. I just hope they properly do it and it's not like one of those Tokenistic things like um mm. when Disney said that the live remake of Beauty and the Beast, the Gaston's mate, what was he called? Oh, heard, true. Was gonna be um, like the first gay Disney and character, they, and there was like a slight mm. wink in the movie, mm. and there was another really Yeah, it was so disappointing. It was yeah.
3: Well, it sounds like there will be actually more than one. Like they, they've hinted that some of the characters we already know are, and then they'll be introducing new openly gay characters. Oh wow. So I'd okay, be cool. quite interested to see how yeah. they do it. Captain
0: yeah. Marvel and the case of the missing ammo yeah. bottle. <laughs> 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 And the snatched wigs. I, mean, I would watch you, the hell yeah, out of that. I, if you see some of the guys that are still standing at Poof yeah. off at 10 o'clock in the morning, like they are fucking superheroes boy, in my books, oh I can boy. tell you that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, speaking of gay superheroes, in an earlier episode, we mentioned how Ruby Rose was probably oh, that's going right, to be yeah. portraying Batwoman, yeah. like the TV series. Yeah. And I think the, a trailer dropped for that recently. I'm yet to watch it. Yeah. So I'm curious to see how that'll Look, that's exciting. Yeah, it ended up fan, happening for her. not so. a huge fan of hers, but
0: it's exciting that we're having some representation in that world. It is happening more. Have you guys ever heard of a show a TV show called Outland? Australian no. TV show. It's yeah. only a few years old. I highly recommend you guys watch mm-hmm. it. It's a gay sci-fi club. It's written and starring Adam Richard gay comedian who our predecessor mm-hmm. again from talking Puffy. it's, it's a it's about a, a gay sci-fi club basically mm-hmm. it's also got christina Arnoux who plays an indigenous mm-hmm. disabled lesbian which is a she's wonderful great. she's such a she's so yeah. good in it as well but i highly recommend it for for yeah. any any nerds that are into because they, they talk a lot about comic books okay. there's a lot of clark and door style conversations about mm-hmm. comic book heroes and that sort of thing being gay
3: mm-hmm. and which of their favorites yeah. are secretly gay and stuff i highly recommend it <laughs> growing up for me it wasn't really ever the avengers ty and i were always obsessed with the x-men x men X-Men. X-Men. I think it's so funny because they're so representative of queer people. And because their whole message, their common theme is they are going against prejudice and mm-hmm. they they are a society of people that have all this prejudice against them and they are not accepted by society well they've got Hugh Jackman on their team that <laughs> <be, wouldn't> them. <laughs> but like where, where the Avengers are like loved and cherished and worshipped the X-Men are seen as horrible people in society yeah. and there's that whole divide having to retreat to the sewers because they're not accepted in mainstream society mm. I don't know if it was like a subconscious thing that resonated with me which is what made me love them or mm. if it was just the really cool costumes and powers mm. I don't know I think a lot of people it's to, exciting like, times. Yeah. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago, like the
0: representation we got 25, 30 years ago mm-hmm. in, in mainstream media compared to now. It's it's really
2: fucking exciting. We've talked on the show in the past about our relationships to gay venues, also about substance abuse or, or like using drugs yep. You know, I think this is the first time we've actually, none of us are drinking, literally. But we did have a glass of wine. I had wine before. But we drink pretty much every week when we record. So I'm reading and seeing a lot more about the relationship between specifically gay men and alcohol. A really interesting little statistic in there was that they found that gay men were like Mm -hmm. twice as likely to become either alcohol dependent or dependent on like substances. Mm. I think the community is... Made a pretty clear stance on substance abuse, but there's still some weird, blurry boundaries Mm. around alcohol. Yeah. And the way that we use it, Mm. the impact it has on our community, and how to have a healthy relationship Mm. with alcohol as gay men. We all drink a lot, but like I've also been dry for i think the last month yeah you've like, been, you been use a good really moisturizer well. i have <laughs> my skin is actually worse <laughs> that's a myth i want to like clear up right now is like i've been dry for a month and like i'm not glowing by any means <laughs> and like i'm not feeling amazing yeah I know. um but it's like a, a measure that i take and i do it a couple times a year when i'm like burning out mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. not taking care of my mental health is that I just step away from drinking because I can, I can remember the started this year, I was just like a roller coaster. And when I drink, I, I drink like yeah, yeah. beyond my ability because mm. I'm quite small in stature. Mm. And it just leads to this real roller coaster of really high highs, really low lows, mm. and it's socially acceptable for me to Absolutely. do so, so socially yeah. expected really yeah. Yeah. yeah so so it's a kind of like cheat way for me to get away with mm. just like not taking care of myself mm. because my mates and and society and the gay culture at large is quite happy to forgive seeing someone having a bit of a bender but is there a better way for us to form relationships with alcohol or is there a more informed way for us mm. to be another really interesting factoid that i saw today was someone had done like a poll of lgbt spaces in i think six countries with Mm. like really large lgbt demographics and they took about 90 venues and only four of them were not nightclubs or bars so there's this huge skew and Mm -hmm. there's a bit of a roll-on effect in there in terms of the pressure Mm. to actually go out and drink absolutely because how else can you get that physical connection mm. if you were not comfortable going to a bar and drinking. And yeah. um, mm. I think in theory, it's easy to say, well, go and don't, Drink. Yeah that's, yeah. that's It's not. Yeah. I hate when people use that phrase. Yeah. <laughs> anyone listening that has ever tried that it never approach, was it's yeah. so difficult. It's really awkward. Oh and it makes other people uncomfortable yeah. as well. Yes. You can see. Yeah. Because yeah. they just How- want
3: to let loose and like have you be the same as them. And,
0: yeah. You know, just feel comfortable. Mm.
3: I think it's also compounded by the
0: fact that like Australia as a whole Such a big uh, has a culture. huge yeah. drinking culture already. So then when you add on top of that, especially gay men, but the mm-hmm but the whole LGBT community's connection to these sorts of spaces, it mm. really adds on to that, that drinking culture that we already have underlying already. Yeah. yeah.
2: Something I, I was thinking about as well was when I first moved to Melbourne, I had a local pub mm. that I'd go to maybe four nights a week because I didn't know anyone. It was somewhere near my house. People were really friendly. Yeah. So I'd just go and drink. And I, I became friends with this woman who I very quickly realized had a drinking problem, uh, like a serious yeah. drinking problem. And I realized how awful mm. an effect that can have on someone's life yeah. and how hard it was to step in or mm. actually assist in that scenario because so much of our cultural identity Mm. was sculpted around the pub and going Mm. to the pub. This was a woman who would drink on a Tuesday night, like a quiet night. She'd drink 12 pints of Magna's ciders, which are like the long neck bottles. And that was like water off a duck's back to it. That Mm -hmm. was just like... Starting. A, a yeah. starting yeah, night. Like wow. And the more I got to know her, I realized, oh my God, she's drinking like at work. She had mm. vodka God. under her desk mm. at reception. It's expensive though as well. Drinking is so expensive. Uh, and she looked about 20 years older mm. than mm. her actual age. Funny side note is we were all there with some of my friends one night. She got plastered. Yeah. I think she'd had about 15 ciders that Jeez. night and couldn't walk, walk straight. And my friend came up to me and was like, is your friend okay? Should she be drinking? And I didn't know very much about problematic alcohol use at the time. Mm -hmm. That I was like, yeah, that's how she drinks. Mm -hmm. She does it every night. And she's like, but isn't she pregnant? And I was like, no, she's not. She just had the body of Because of the amount of... A a a large sort of... Gut yeah. Area, mm-hmm. and then I also thought if you actually thought she was pregnant, you Jesus. just sat there while she. Oh my god, it's so true. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Like, Whoa. But no one knew how to help mm-hmm. her, and yeah. and yeah. no one knew where the line was to like say overstepping. Yeah. Say to a friend, "I think you need to put down the bottle, Stacey." And mm-hmm. name wasn't Stacey. <laughs> uh, you know, that is tricky. It's a yeah. tricky. It thing. It's a hard
3: one. Yeah, I did have a housemate quite a few years ago when I first moved out of home. He was like a good friend of my brother and I and I feel like he did have a drinking problem and he he would drink most days in the week Mm. and whenever we would go out together clubbing, he would just take it to a next level and he will kind of like ruin other people's nights because you would have to end up looking after him and then you would have to kind of drag him and then like carry him through the door Yeah, it's like you're friends with this person and you you want to help them but you don't want to create any tension so you kind of just allow it to happen Mm. for me I I do drink most weekends I guess socially Mm. I'm not really a person that'll like just have a few drinks during the week after work like I won't normally have wine like maybe if I go out for dinner I'll drink a lot I guess on a Saturday I think that's normal like air quotation marks for like an Australian in this age group. Yeah, I, I've never felt that I needed to stop. How do you guys feel? I think you need to stop. <laughs> uh, you're, you're embarrassing yourself. You're slurring. From
2: what I've seen.
0: I would say I'm probably a high-functioning binge mm-hmm drinker okay and i would say that i'm in a similar boat to a lot of gay men of a certain mm-hmm. age basically if you're old enough to remember the 80s or the 90s i think like a lot of gay men in australia of that age mm-hmm. are in a similar boat to yeah, me absolutely, in yeah. that i don't wake up in the morning and need to have a drink i don't need to have a drink when i'm at work oh, yeah, or anything yeah. like that in fact if, I, if I, it's just a, a night where i get home from work make dinner watch some mm-hmm. tv hug the dog go to yeah. bed i don't have a drink those nights yeah. but if that- i'm Having a drink, I will drink and drink and drink. Yeah. High functioning in the fact that I'll always be at work the next day and I'll be fine and I won't I won't let it affect me. Mm-hmm. High functioning in the fact that I'll always be able to get myself home. Yeah. And I and it's the same thing as Lucas saying before is I can't be out and not drink either. So I yeah. I have to Yeah. And so that's sort of a bit of a problem when you're doing mm-hmm. gigs oh, a couple of times yeah, a week yeah. in gay venues, because mm-hmm. you know, it's free drinks and I'll just drink until and people buy you drinks. Yeah, and exactly. Like, exactly. And then you put on top of that like, you know, going out once mm-hmm. or twice socially as well. Yeah. But it's also a hard thing because I, I don't find it problematic because it doesn't affect affect my my mm-hmm. work. It doesn't affect my relationships with people. I don't get to a point where I'm falling over yes. and vomiting and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I'll just do something silly and have a good story to tell the yeah. next time I'm hosting trivia or the next time I'm on the podcast or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's sort of a love hate thing as well with alcohol because I love those nights. Yeah, like They're really uh, fun and I really mm-hmm. look forward to them as well. And also because alcohol is really what got me on the gay scene. I mean, before being on the physical gay scene and going into my first gay bar, which was Diva yeah. on Commercial Road, okay. I remember, Tabitha Turlington was on stage and as soon as I walked in the door, she pulled me on stage and gave me a shot. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, so she started it all. Yeah, she started it all. <laughs> but, but until I walked into that first gay bar, like I felt so out of place in the world and I had no... like I had my school friends and they were lovely people, I had my family and stuff, but I just did not feel part of their world until I found gay bars. And then I got as soon as I could, I got yeah. a job at a, at a gay bar and, and it was alcohol that mm-hmm. sort of welcomed me into that because I could have it I was so nervous when I first started going there so you know you drink to get rid of the mm-hmm. nerves and then you sort yes. of become part of that family so it's alcohol that sort of welcomed me to the yeah, gay scene as absolutely. well mm. so and, it's sort of a weird love hate thing and, and then I'm sort of going well you know it's bad that you drink that much when you drink mm-hmm. but they're the fun nights yeah
2: <laughs> I think the approach that a lot of LGBT places are taking initiative and looking at is how can we welcome new younger members yeah. into the community without having to to provide them alcohol. Yeah. Because that's such a classic tale. Like, you're right, people in our demographic, that's such a like mm. common entry point and that forms bonds mm. like yeah. mentally and those things are sort of very hard to break mm. and, you- you, and your social groups pressure you as well like
3: it, it's kind of hard to say no to a lot yeah. of like my friends if, you, if you're not going out on a weekend you're kind of like people get offended that you don't want to go out I've drinking. gotten really good at not yeah. doing that anymore I definitely used to do that but
0: I think I've sort of realised how I feel when it's happening to me and I've gotten yeah. really good if someone says like doing Sober October or July, yes. July or something like that I've gotten really good at not pressuring them Because Mm. of the feeling that I've had being on the other side of it. But you're right, it is something that definitely It is a problem. I think
3: people definitely need to work on not making people feel shit for not drinking
2: because they've already
3: got enough FOMO if they're not going out. Like if they're trying to have a sober period, there's
0: enough FOMO already. Don't make them feel worse. Yeah. Mm.
2: JB's really good, I think, with me when I do my dry patches. Mm. Uh In that he'll preempt that feeling to sort of diffuse any awkwardness straight away that he Mm -hmm. will message me and be like, so do you want to go out this weekend or do you want to catch up or do something? And before I can sort of work up my social anxiety or whatever and be like, oh, fuck, now I have to say I'm not drinking Mm -hmm. and because yeah. of my mental health or whatever, mm-hmm. he'll preempt that and go like- So he like scopes it out. Yeah. yeah, he will scope out and be like, we can go to mm-hmm. and like suggest- okay. gallery, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah a, a number of things. That what tips like, would yeah. you give
0: to someone that wants to have a break from alcohol? That I think
2: to be honest with the people mm-hmm. that are important to you yeah, and mm-hmm. that you still need to see and have that connection with. I know that's putting the onus back on you, which is unfortunate when you're going through a rough patch, but it helps- give people the guidelines. It's Mm. just to be upfront and be like, I'm not doing well right now. Yeah, alcohol is something that's really mm. great mm. for me in the moment when I'm not doing well, yeah. but it's fucking awful Long the term, next yeah. day. Yeah, or a couple. Like sometimes mm. it's a couple days later that mm. it. really Yeah, hits as we're you. getting older, it's getting harder. Mm. Mm. It's the same when we talked about helping your friends with yes. mental health. You just say these are the things that make this really yeah. easy for mm. me. One is if you invite me to something, you know, mm. don't be offended if I don't respond or mm. don't go yeah. to it. To come to things that don't involve alcohol with me or, like, mm. invite me to yeah. the pictures or whatever. Yeah. Other activities. Other
0: activities. That's the one thing that I've found on the, in the very few dry patches that I've ever had is making sure I've got stuff in my calendar for weekends Yeah, you've got to keep busy. Like, but but also it's, it's planning nice. things ahead so yeah. that I'm not sitting on the couch.
3: Having FOMO and the other couch someone, go And out. then someone yeah. messages
0: you going, oh, hey, we're near your place. Do you want to go mm. for a drink? We're going to go out. And then being yeah. like, okay, I'll do it. Like, making sure I've got something in there so I'm already blocked out and I can just be like, no, nope,
2: got something on. And also, if you do end up going to somewhere that has alcohol, to have a dry wing buddy. Mm -hmm. Mm. Like, they can drink or whatever, but to have someone on your side that when you're in those weird group situations where someone will say, how come you're not drinking? For some reason, people feel like, that's not an awkward question to ask mm-hmm. someone at a party. Yeah, true, yeah. <laughs> like, how also could that... it's nice to just have like, a weekend off now and then and do some yeah. life admin. Like, yeah, um, you can just get on top of stuff. Yeah, to have a wingman by you that can jump in and be mm. like, well, my friend's are not drinking right now and, you know, I'm not doing it either for someone this one or back. whatever can really make it less scary to put yourself in those environments yeah. and then you feel more comfortable going to them yeah, in the definitely. first place.
0: It is that time of the night. We are done. I've learned about Avengers I'm so excited I'm going to go home and
3: watch all of it now
2: what an informative journey you had had (laughs) politics
3: Avengers Instagram YouTubers losing followers
2: alcohol (laughs) (laughs) let's
3: have a drink yeah (laughs) Uh, don't forget to subscribe to our socials also buy tickets for our show
2: that we mentioned earlier that's right yay I already (laughs) forgot (laughs) come to that
0: (laughs) Uh, can you please make sure this is in your diary link yeah (laughs) I'll be there yeah can you turn up
3: please
0: (laughs) Um, we'll be back with all of our uh, regular guests hopefully next week if uh, Mikey's recovered (laughs) and uh, until then bye 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 Bye.